Good morning, class. Welcome to the first uh, broadcast of Faith School. We want to thank the Lord. We want to thank all of our partners, everybody that has sown into this. And uh, we believe it is the beginning of something that will be continuing for a long time and that it will be a, a arm of outreach. And it is, we're calling it Faith School, School of Faith. I want to acknowledge before, on, on our first day, I want to acknowledge uh, my father in the faith, Brother Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, who's in heaven now, who received the directive to go teach my people faith. The Lord brought him off of what would have been his deathbed at 16 years old and enabled him to have a successful ministry for 60 years because he found out about faith and laid hold of his healing and was victorious. Well, I believe that uh, that's part of our directive as well as, as with many people to go teach this to minister uh, the faith that makes all the difference in the world, faith in God. So, uh, uh, friends, we have saved you a seat right here in the front this morning. And so get your Bible and get something to take notes on and get ready. Because uh, faith school is not a place where we learn about faith only. It is a place where our faith, uh, the spirit of faith, gets in us and our faith begins to grow and develop. And so faith is going to grow exceedingly today, tomorrow, and the next. Let's agree together. Let's join in, uh, in prayer, in faith, for utterance for this first uh, class of faith school. Father, we submit ourselves before you. We're so thankful for this opportunity. And we're asking you to give all of us eyes that see and ears and hearts that can hear and to give all of us uh, the understanding and the, the quickening of your spirit that we may find out what you want us to find out and that we may develop in exactly the way that you'd have us to develop. We submit to you, we are your students, we are your disciples and you said that the uh, disciple, the student, is not above his master, but everyone that's fully developed will become even as the master. We're excited about this, and we thank you for bringing us up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, class, let's get right into it, this, uh, this first faith school session. And we are going to the great faith chapter in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 11. And if you want to learn more about faith, uh, read this chapter. Go over this chapter, Hebrews chapter 11. The whole thing is about faith. And it not only defines faith, but it gives living example after living example after living example. And it's not just a history lesson, it helps you see the different facets of faith. Before we get into uh, answering important questions like what faith is, how faith comes, how faith is uh, released and developed, I think we should start with something even more basic 
And that is why faith? Why faith? Why is it a big issue? Is it a big issue? Because, uh, you know, a lot of church-going people, they, they'd say, I have faith, but they don't talk much about it. They don't emphasize it. And to them, faith uh, is more of a doctrinal position. This is my faith. These are the tenets of what I believe. So uh, in talking about this, uh, uh, Hebrews 11, in fact, I moved a little quickly, so, so hold that. Uh, we'll look in Romans, the first chapter, Romans chapter 1 and verse 17, work our way to Hebrews. Romans 1.17 says, talking about the gospel, that in it uh, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. You'll find this passage, not just in Romans, it's also in Habakkuk, it's also in Galatians, it's also in Hebrews. Every one of those places, it says it again, the just shall live by faith. 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 I'm reading different scriptures that I just mentioned to you. And one of the first and great revelations of faith is that faith is not a doctrinal position. Faith is not a movement. Faith is a way of living. Faith is a way of life. It's, it's a way of thinking. It's a way of believing, obviously. It's a way of speaking. It's a way of responding. It's, it's the only way, actually, to deal successfully with every issue. Only way. And the reason why it is successful is because it's how God lives. It's how the Father functions. Praise God. We're going to give you three big things about why faith, and that's the first one. So our, our helpful assistant on the, the uh, blackboard, which is uh, apparently high-tech for our low-tech classroom, we see faith is how the Father functions. You were there in Hebrews, and uh, let's look at that. Hebrews 11.3. Hebrews 11.3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And uh, Psalms 33.6 says, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, the host of them by the breath of His mouth. Verse 9 says, He spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. How did the heavens and the earth come into existence? The scriptures tell us that God did it by faith. 
By faith. Faith is how the Father functions. It's how he lives. He, he doesn't function in any fear. He doesn't function in any unbelief. It's completely faith. Uh, you know, we would say from the time you get up in the morning to the time you go to bed, but the Father doesn't need to sleep. So it's all the time. He, everything he's doing, and thank God, concerning us. You know, if you've ever read in John 17 the prayer that Jesus prayed for the disciples and for all of us, and he prayed some amazing things. One thing he prayed was that we would all be one, even as he and the Father are one. Well, now you might look at that and go, man, with all the different denominations we got and all the different uh, opposing uh, groups of thinking, how in the world could that ever happen? Well, he prayed that in faith. And when he looks at us, he doesn't just see us where we are right now. God calls those things that be not as though they were. That's what Romans 4 was talking about in that uh, Abraham was following God. He was acting like God. So when we're talking about faith and having faith and living by faith, we're not talking about uh, learning principles that uh, we can, you know, just get the things that we need with. We're not talking about just, you know, something that can bail us out of a jam. Help us get a healing. Help us get a bill paid. Much more than that. Faith is how the Father functions. It's how He operates. And it's, it's how He creates things. And it is how everything He does is successful. Everything He does is victorious and overcoming. Hallelujah. And uh, us being his children, he has ordained us to live like himself. He has commanded us to follow his example and be, be imitators of him, which requires us every day, uh, every waking moment, and even those when we're asleep, our body's asleep, but our spirit's not. You can blink your eyes in faith. You can take a breath in faith or in fear and unbelief. Every movement, every decision, every response, every reaction can be in faith or fear. It can be confident. It can be hesitant. And the Lord has called us, the justified ones, to live by faith. I'm glad he, you know, it didn't say die by faith. You can die in faith, but when you are functioning in faith, it's not going to result in death. It's going to result in life, in living. Uh, if you hear these things with your, your spirit, with your heart, there's an excitement that'll begin to stir in you. And it'll just get bigger and stronger and bigger and stronger because you'll realize learning about faith 
is not becoming a part of a group. It's not being involved in some movement that lasts for a period of time. Learning about faith is learning how the ancient of days has functioned from eternity past and how our amazing Father will function all the way into eternity future. He's called us, His very own children, called us to be with Him. Well, how can two walk together except they are agreed? How can two go the same direction if they are not in agreement about where they're going? We, one reason we must live by faith is because our future is with our Father. And He never does anything except faith. And so at any point where we, do, we weren't in faith, we're going to be in fear or in doubt or wavering. That immediately would have unhooked us from Him. Because He's not going to join us in fear and unbelief. To stay hooked with Him, we've got to function like the Father. And He functions in faith. How are we doing so far, faith class? Are we okay? <laughs> so, our first, our first point of uh, why faith, the Father functions. Faith, everybody said out loud, class, faith is how the Father functions. Hallelujah. It's how He Himself functions and operates. Let me read it again. The just, Romans 1, 17 says, the just shall live by faith. Galatians 3.11 says, the just shall live by faith. Hebrews 10.38 says, the just shall live by faith. Are you seeing a recurring thing here? Habakkuk 2.4 says, the just shall live by faith. And 2 Corinthians 5.7 says a little bit differently. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Walking involves taking steps. In fact, Romans uh, refers to the steps of our father Abraham. Steps. And God leads in steps. But it takes faith to take a step in a direction like the Bible said Abraham went out not knowing where he was going. Well, if you don't know where you're going, it'd take faith to take that first step and believe God's going to show you where to put the next step and the next and the next. We know so little and He knows everything. And so much of what He knows, our Father God, so much of what He knows, He can't even explain to us until we've grown a lot. And so the only way it'll work is for us to just follow him by faith, trusting that he knows what he's talking about, trusting that he loves us and cares about us, trusting that he's not going to lead us to a bad place, he's leading us to a good place. Hallelujah. And taking those steps will put us 
closer and closer to the plan that he has ordained and uh, prepared for us to walk in. Good things. Could there be a better way to function in all the world than how the Father functions? No, it's the best. And in talking about it, he has not made it optional. This is something I think that some have not understood. With the Father, faith is not a nice thing to learn about. It's not optional. It's mandatory. It's required. If you would go to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, we were there earlier. Let's look at it again. Hebrews 11 and uh, verse 5, they'll put it on the screen for us on the, uh, on the chalkboard. It says that by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. He was not found because God had translated him. Before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Why faith? Why faith? Number one, faith is how you live. It's how God functions. Another reason is because faith is the only way to please God. There is no alternative. There, there is nothing else that he accepts as pleasing to him. We'll talk more about that in time to come. But uh, verse uh, 6, the following verse, it says that Enoch, you know, walked with God and, and it pleased him. But verse 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. It's impossible to please God without it. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and you must believe that he is a rewarder of him or, or her, those that diligently seek him. Did you see the word must? They that come to him, verse 6, if you just keep it up there for a moment, they that come to him must believe. That's why I say, Faith is not optional. Faith is not a good thing also that we need to find out about. Faith is mandatory. We must do what we do in faith or God does not find it acceptable. He does not find it pleasing to him. And it's not that he's hard to please or that he's unreasonably demanding he's not. If he's not pleased unless we do things by faith, you can be assured that a whole lot of him being pleased would have to do with us and our benefit. He's not pleased when we're not receiving. He's not pleased when we're not overcoming. He's not pleased when we're hurting and our needs are not met. We're not uh, victorious. Uh, so when you understand the heart of the Father, you'd understand this. Make God happy. 
Let him bless you. That's what pleases him. He delights in showing mercy. He delights in the prosperity, the the psalmist says, of his servant. He is pleased like any father, like any good father, any good mother. He's pleased when his child is happy, healthy, free, prosperous, successful, needs are met. He's the best father that there's ever been. So even though religion teaches the just shall live by being good, the just shall live by keeping these rules, that we'll please God by doing this perfectly or eliminating all these mistakes or, uh, well, the Lord is pleased when we obey Him and do what He tells us, but just the act of doing the right things is not what He called us to do. With Him, it's always about the heart. Always. So, He he wants us to not just get the the knowledge of a thing, the understanding of a thing, but the spirit of faith. It, it, It becomes part of the fabric of who and what you are. You think in faith. You breathe in faith. You eat in faith. You drink in faith. You you sleep in faith. Um, Anybody ask you a question, you answer it in faith. You make your plans in faith. And if you live like that, you're going to pray in faith. You're going to speak over your children in faith. You're going to give in faith. You're going to work in faith. You'll drive to work in faith. You'll do your work at the office or in the shop or wherever you are. Instead of coming in with a bad attitude and throwing things around, and, well, I guess I have to be here. I'll be glad when I get off. And See, that's not doing things in faith. That's saying, well, what good's going to come of it? Faith is convinced of benefit. Faith is convinced God's going to prosper this thing. Faith is convinced this thing's going to turn out well. And so it gives everything you do a different spirit. The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. Won't you say that out loud? The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. Praise God. It's not just a a, a set of mental tenets or um, a, a theological position. It is a way of living, a way of living and not dying, a way of victory and not defeat, and a way, the only way, the only way of pleasing the Father. You know, Jesus said this, he said, uh, I, I do always those things that please him, talking about the Father. Jesus said that. We'd say it like this, I I always do what pleases the Father. That's a good confession, no matter 
what we've done in the past to put our words on it and just say it day in, day out. When it crosses your mind, I always do what pleases the Father. And the Father himself testified to this same thing when Jesus was baptized in the river. And he came up and the, um, uh, the Spirit of God came on him. The Father spoke and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Well, we already know what pleases him and what is impossible to please him without, so then we know how Jesus lived. Jesus lived by faith. He got, he, he got up in the morning by faith, he got dressed in faith. He ate breakfast in faith. He walked to the synagogue by faith. He preached in faith, obviously. Taught in faith. Laid hands on people in faith. Ministered to people in faith. Responded to the criticism of the Pharisees and Sadducees and leaders of the Jews. Responded to them by faith. We see as you follow Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in his entire life, he went he went to the cross by faith. He gave up the spirit, committed his self into the hands of the Father, died by faith, believing he would rise again in three days. And he did. Glory to God. What an example we have. Let's make up our minds that we're not going to be conformed to this world. We're not going to be caught up in the negativity. We're not going to talk fear, unbelief. We're not going to talk being tenuous and, and wavering. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. We'll see. I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of that. It's all around you. It'll affect you if you let it. But you can be different. You can be changed. You can have the spirit of faith. And it can be not just a group you identify with or a theological position. It's how you live. It's how you walk. It's how you function. And when you begin to function like the Father... I mean, if you're with him and he's with you and you're in him and he's in you, who can overcome you if God be for you? We're so glad, we're so thankful that we've been called out of darkness into the light of this life of faith. Hallelujah. Let's please the Father every day of our life. 